0: Hello, this is Ryan. Hi, this is Darren. Hey, Darren.
1: Hey.
0: (laughs) So, we'd like to welcome you.
1: You have to introduce the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Snooze Crew.
1: Ryan always forgets to introduce the show.
0: It's because I want to get to the fun stuff. Actually, it's all fun stuff. Of course it is. Alright, so so I'd like that I'm so excited about my my topic today. Right. You're I, vibrating. I, I yeah. Yeah. Um and and I just want to know if you were gonna be as excited about this topic as as I am. So I here will, we go. I
1: hope I will be.
0: Yeah. Okay, yes. so here's here's my my topic to start with. Ready? Here's the question actually. How much caffeine would it take to kill you.
1: Mm. How much caffeine would it take to kill you?
0: Yeah. Gee. Like, supposedly, there's been a few deaths, numerous deaths attributed to excessive caffeine ingestion.
1: Really? People have yeah. died from that?
0: Yeah. And, you know, from both coffee and energy drinks.
1: Okay, that I can see. Right? Yeah.
0: You and your Red Bull. <laughs>
1: I don't honestly know, I don't think I've ever had Red Bull in my life. I don't think I ever have.
0: You know what we should do? We should do what they did on-
1: Okay, just for a little background listeners, most (laughs) times Ryan and I see each other, he usually says, you know what you should do, and it's immediately followed by something you definitely shouldn't do.
0: (laughs) No, it's something that we should do. That's why I say, you know what we should do.
1: But it's never something I'd wanna do.
0: It's the intro to a fantastic idea, right? Okay. We should try doing what Jim Carrey did on Yes Man.
1: I don't remember that
0: show. Yeah, watch it. You'll know what I'm talking about with Red Bull.
1: Okay, right? explain.
0: No, you'll have to watch it. <laughs>
1: okay, okay so there's,
0: there's several factors that make this question tricky to answer. Hmm. For example, not everyone reacts the same way to caffeine. Of course. People can become tolerant to it. And the effects can be different from person to person.
1: Do you drink coffee? Never. No,
0: I drink every
1: day. If I didn't have coffee, uh, I would get a miserable headache and I'd feel tired and kind of sore and miserable. Yeah. Not happy, but I have made it healthier on myself. I've phased out all the other things. Like I don't have cream in it anymore. I don't have sugar in it anymore. I just have to Sugar's the coffee. best part. No.
0: No, so so imagine me on caffeine.
1: Not a good scene. So
0: you would feel miserable without it. I would be miserable on it.
1: Well, it could make you kind of nervy and shaky and feel no, uneasy. No, I would
0: make everyone around me miserable. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So how
1: is that different than normal?
0: <laughs> oh,
1: Oh, snap. <laughs>
0: Okay. There's. <laughs> uh, there's th- the problem. Isn't um, this this uh, article goes on to say there's there's no respectable researcher who would dare perform a study on humans if the goal of that study is death to, to the person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do. <laughs> Let's
1: see how much it takes to kill us.
0: So there, there isn't, there, there aren't any studies of that this guy found that show what amount of caffeine would definitely kill the average person.
1: It's understandable.
0: So let's, what have they done? Tested on mice or something? They gathered, um, (laughs) they went and gathered a hundred volunteers who were tired of living (laughs) along with some we just found on the streets and figured they should have been staying quarantined. So what would happen next in our study is really on them, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> their fault for
0: being out. They signed
1: a waiver, so you know.
0: No, really, what they said is it turns out there are, are less ethically questionable studies that have allowed doctors to understand what's going on inside the body in caffeine overdoses and approximately what dose would prove fatal for the average person. Hmm. So it's, it's, it, it's almost impossible answer for any Specific person, um, but there's a few things they found, like that the highest caffeine dose ever known to be ingested by someone who survived was around 100 grams.
1: 100 grams of caffeine. Now, give us a yep. bit of context here. Like, what's what's caffeine in like a cup of coffee? That's in the milligrams, isn't it? Yeah. Like, isn't a cup yeah. of coffee like 20 milligrams or something like that?
0: I don't. It's little. So that's
1: like 20 out of a
0: thousand. Like. That's, that's so one gram is a thousand milligrams, right? Well, a hundred grams of caffeine. That's enormous amount. It's, of caffeine. It's, it's what you would find in 1200 cups of coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you someone have, survived
1: that? Someone survived that? Yeah. yeah. I wonder what their reaction to it was. Like sheer panic? Were they like... Probably just
0: went like,
1: Yeah. We had it with our dog, hey, because I don't know. You
0: fed caffeine to your dog? No, 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 no,
1: (laughs) not on purpose. Dogs, you know, they, this is why they're, chocolate is dangerous to dogs because chocolate has, I think there's some other chemical in it, but I think the caffeine exacerbates the problem. I'm not, I'll have to look into this for a future episode. But especially with particular chocolates, like milk chocolate's not as bad, but certain chocolates are like deadly to dogs. Because it'll cause their heart to race to the point that they'll have a heart attack. Like it'll mm. kill them. It'll kill them. Yeah. Okay. True story. We did have it one time where our dog, uh, my wife, Carolyn, she had bought some chocolate chips for baking something okay. and wasn't thinking about it and left them somewhere where he could reach them. Mm-hmm. And he got a hold of the whole bag, ate the entire of bag he loved of it. chocolate
0: chips. He loved them. that entire bag.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it was a $700 veterinarian bill to have him brought there. And they had to give him like charcoal and stuff. And they had to—they literally had to keep him there overnight, like an ICU for dogs. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, keep him monitored and whatever. And uh, he was okay, but. He crapped all over the house, too. Well,
0: I think that would be worse. It was brutal. Bullshit. Like, fortunately We like have a hardwood <laughs> floor, so it wasn't too, too bad to clean up. It was just the original, the initial slippage that caused the problem. Well, the problem was we were out. We came home, and there was shit everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so not only was it a seven vet bill, it was on the light fixtures, cho- chocolate <laughs> shit all over the floor. Yeah, or no? Was it shit? No, I think he threw up. It was chocolate puke. Yeah, it was chocolate puke. It wasn't chocolate shit. You see him throwing himself around
0: yeah. on the hardwood
1: floor. Not, not that I, I don't know. I don't know if you could tell the difference between the two. I'm guessing the two hey, would look the same.
0: Now you know, we have to hit them mature or explicit. Yeah, we,
1: explicit so, yeah. once again.
0: Darren. Okay. I have this idea.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We're going to have a swear jar and anytime you swear, this podcast is, first of all, we're not getting any income (laughs) from this podcast
1: in the first place. Now it's costing us money for this podcast.
0: Well, no, this is how we're going to fundraise. We're going to monetize. This is every time you swear, something's got to go in the swear jar.
1: Okay. Maybe our listeners can make a swear jar and you know, Every oh, time no, we go- swear,
0: they I'm chip gonna- in. It's like fuck shit. Crap. <laughs> there, I just made seventy-five cents.
1: <laughs> Easy
0: money. I'm Good gonna change. make it. I'm gonna make it. So, okay. all right. So supposedly, um, putting putting us at high risk of death typically range in the amounts of five to ten grams of caffeine keep okay, of the skin of 100
1: grams, you said.
0: Yeah, the guy survived it. Or girl, I'm not sure. Okay. Right? And um, there, uh, there are people that ingest, that have ingested a lot less, mm-hmm. have had death attributed to caffeine overdose, Yeah, but others survived where you'd think they wouldn't, right? Such as one medical report looking at the case of an unnamed one-year-old girl who ingested some of her mother's diet pills the total dose of caffeine to the one-year-old was approximately three grams
1: right but i mean that's different because it's like a tiny little body
0: she survived
1: she was jacked up
0: oh yeah yeah she was
1: doing like hurdles and olympic sports and stuff
0: it they noted that because of well she was one uh the concentration in her system was the second highest ever recorded amount in someone to survive.
1: And she was okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there was, there were seizures and heart problems, but
1: oh, she, wow. they, okay.
0: they got, they got her through it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So that's, wow. It says most physicians tend to recommend avoiding ingesting more than around five to 600 um, milligrams of caffeine per day. Okay. So again, I don't know how much is in one
1: coffee. I'm going to look this up a minute. How much ca- caffeine in one cup of coffee?
0: Uh, 40 to 150 milligrams of caffeine. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. You've got it there.
0: Wow. You are fast. Are you an expert in a lot in of this coffee? Subject. Like,
1: how'd you do that so quickly? You must be <laughs> jacked up on energy drinks or something.
0: Uh, Starbucks, two times caffeine. Yeah. Uh, it says K cup. Um, is about two hundred and sixty curing things or whatever. Yeah, two hundred and sixty, okay. right? Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. So, all right. That's enough of that. Wow. It goes on, but uh, I just want to thank um, todayIfoundout.com. found out.com You for are like, giving me another. You might as well
1: do like a sponsored segment for them.
0: <laughs> oh, it's just it's time, it's time to start it. diversifying your sources. No, no, they're good.
1: Well, you know, I was curious about uh, this whole Spanish thing we were talking about last time. Do you remember that? We talked about, actually it's yeah. come up a number of times. We talked about it it in the orange Dutch episode, which was, I think our episode number two or three. Which mm-hmm. was the second one. Yeah. And you talked about carrots being orange. Mm-hmm. I talked about the Dutch and then the Spanish fighting, but then the Spanish yep. came up again. What was the question that I was you asking? just keep coming time? up. Yeah.
0: But, how they uh, pronounce stuff
1: right and how the european spanish is different than like latin american
0: mm-hmm. Spanish,
1: right and european spanish there's a lisp they say but it's not really a lisp because it's not like everybody there has a lisp no it's just the way the language is pronounced pronounced mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry <laughs> um <laughs> But anyway, so I looked it up on an uh, argument, no, on an article from FluentU.com. And the title of the article is (laughs) Fifiñor. That's the title of the article. Okay. Okay. Fifiñor, the Spanish lisp, also known as spelled C-E-C-E-O. I don't know how that's pronounced. C E O. Hmm. Anna, how is that pronounced?
2: Si, señor. No, 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 oh. not C- I'm not
1: talking about si C- senor, Fi C- senor, I know that, but there's oh, lisp, there's a word for it that's spelled C-E-C-E-O. Oh, by the way, everybody, Anna's with us today, I don't know if you noticed. Surprise! <laughs> I was doing this topic about Spanish, and she is from Venezuela, or is it Venezuela?
2: Venezuela.
1: Yes, oh, she says it so nicely. Uh, but anyway, um, I'm, I don't know how to pronounce I C-C-O, C-F-I-F-I-O, I don't know how it's pronounced and it's used. So I'm going to start reading here. It says, in my Spanish classes in the United States, we never dealt much with European Spanish. Now, you were saying, you know, people in Europe, right, Anna? That's my family. My family is living there. My okay. family is living in Spain. Right. In yep. Spain. See, she says a Spain.
2: Spain. <laughs> You know <laughs> <laughs> In Hispania. Well, we're trying to have
0: people go to sleep. sorry <laughs> Shh.
1: So I thought, you know, this was the perfect opportunity to ask Anna for her expertise, because she knows what's going on. It's now you to be it's soothing. It's very If this is a sooth crew, dooth <laughs> soothe crew, um, that's the European Spanish version of our show. Um, yeah,
2: but how am I supposed to help with the European Spanish if I am from Latin America?
0: No, no, no. We'll contrast the two. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll take Darren's expertise in European Spanish. I have no expertise. I'm reading an article. Yeah.
2: He's better in European Spanish than me. I say Spain and he... No, he's Spain.
0: <laughs> Barcelona.
2: Barcelona.
0: Barcelona. Just keep saying that over and over for another 20 minutes. Barcelona. (laughs) Try it, Anna.
2: Barcelona.
1: Barcelona. She's shaking her head. (laughs) Spain.
2: Spain. Espana. Say Espana. Espana. Okay, good.
1: (laughs) Oh, muchas gracias.
2: De nada.
1: Ah. Um, anyway, says, I have distinct memories of students asking what vosotros meant and teachers responding, Oh, you don't have to worry about that. What does vosotros mean? Doesn't it mean like all of you or you others we. or
2: something like that? We, us. We.
1: Oh, because nosotros. Us.
2: Yeah. Us. Yeah. Well, we. Yeah.
1: So vosotros means us? I thought yeah. vosotros was you and nosotros was us. Am I wrong?
2: Yeah, we don't use vosotros in okay. in Venezuela. We use nosotros.
1: Nosotros.
2: Oh, but uh, I know that vosotros uh, is same, same it's meaning. It's same. Yeah. Okay, interesting.
1: I thought maybe it was like plural of like you, like in French when you say vous, you're talking to plural. Uh, I
2: am language. confused now. That's okay. okay. Let me Google.
1: Okay. <laughs> 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 vosotros no, vosotros. Like no. You yeah. and vosotros. Yeah, yeah. Like
2: you are right. You are right. That Am the I? thing is that yeah, we don't use that in Venezuela. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I knew you didn't use that in Venezuela.
2: Now we, we say instead vosotros we say ustedes.
1: Ustedes, And yeah. usted is singular, right? Usted no, is no. like you, like usted. No, no. No.
2: Usted sing singular. Ustedes,
1: yeah. like a plural, a group, right? Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, when I moved to Spain, I didn't, I'm reading the r- article now. So when mm. I moved to Spain, I had a lot of questions, similar to maybe what your family experienced. Mm. It says, why do Spanish people laugh when I call a computer a computadora? Mm. She's not She's laughing. smiling, she's smiling. <laughs> it reminds me of Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Computadora, is that like a computer game with Dora? I don't know. Backpack, back, back. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah. Or why
1: do they look at me funny when I refer to them as ustedes? You use ustedes, but because, I guess
2: in Europe because they because don't. no. I they use d- vosotros. D- yes.
0: Aha. That's okay. right. We cracked the
1: code.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck on... Uh... Back a few no entiendo <laughs> uh,
1: But the biggest question I had When I moved to Spain was What's up with the lisping S sound The F sound In words like I don't know how to say this H-A-C-E-R Hacer h a c e r, To do How do you say to do in Spanish to do Hacer Hacer
2: Hacer, yeah.
1: So I guess in Europe they say afer. I guess.
2: They, yeah, they, they they have like a something. Yeah. They, they With the <laughs>
1: So fair. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and gracias, gracias.
2: Gracias, gracias.
1: Wow, wow that was really good, Anna. <laughs> and you should have it... seen her face when she did that. She was, she was very expressive. <laughs> you were going to say Anna?
2: that if is we have to say gra- in venezuela we just say gracias but right
1: right okay so the spanish lisp called the again it's spelled c-e-c-e-o i don't know how to say it c-c-o c-c-o i don't know that's sorry, how I my context it. is yeah ryan says it all the time is one of the most distinctive features of spain's dialect of spanish if you're a latin american u.s based or anywhere in South America, Spanish speaker, except Brazil, because they're Portuguese, like I am. You might have a lot of questions about why Spaniards pronounce the S sound differently from Latin American Spanish speakers. So it says here, um, I didn't bother lisping in my first few months in Spain. Then one day I was having a conversation with a friend, and she told me about her family from the small village of Ciruela. Ciruela, I asked. You mean like the fruit? She looked at me, and how is that pronounced? Fruit. Fruit.
2: Ruta,
1: oh, are you okay. talking they're using about a, what? They're using a different word, I guess. Uh, how about the word plum? How do you say plum in Spanish? Ciruela? Aha, see how when she <laughs> says it, it sounds way better. Can you <laughs> tell me how to say that again? Say it again slower.
2: Ciruela.
1: Ciruela, ciruela. <laughs> she looked at me in confusion for a few seconds, then burst out laughing. No, that's ciruela, she said. I don't know if I said that right. Pronouncing yeah. the word for plum with a discernible lisp. Oh, she said it. Fiduela. With Fiduela.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the lisps on the L. Fiduela. <laughs> <laughs> she said, pronouncing the word for plum with a discernible lisp on the letter C. That's when I realized learning this distinct form of pronunciation from Spain could help me avoid lots of confusion when I'm talking to the Spanish speakers. There are many word pairs, that is, words that sound similar that become more English, easily distinguishable when you use the Spanish lisp. For example, the word, what's, how do you say to get married or to marry someone in Spanish? Anna? Casarse. Casar? Yeah, casarse. Okay, and how do you say to hunt? Casar. Aha, see? ¿sí? Cas- Cas- Aha. <laughs> so in Latin, American, and Spanish, they sound the same, don't they? Yeah. So, marriage but and hunt are the same European thing. in European Spanish they sound different. You see. Yeah. Because in European, it's cazar for hunting and it's casar for marrying. You see, they're different. They sound different. But in Latin yeah. American, they sound the same. Do they not?
2: Yeah, we we, it's almost the same, but no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, but you know, it's the same meaning <laughs> at the end.
1: Hunting
0: <laughs> and marrying, pretty much the same, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> You're hunting uh, for uh, each other, and then you actually <laughs> turn into hunting each other.
1: <laughs> but he makes a good point. He's saying with the lisp, you can tell mm-hmm. the difference. Uh, learning this form of pronunciation has other benefits too. I'm accidentally making lisp sounds all over the place now. It'll help broaden your comprehension when listening to Spanish speakers talk or when consuming Spanish media. Uh, plus, learning regional variations of Spanish can be fun. If you're living in Spain, speaking away those around you speak is part of the immersion process. What do you think of that? She's shaking her head, which you can't tell on the podcast. (laughs) Body language doesn't work really well on a podcast. Um, So it says, what's the origin of the Spanish lisping pronunciation? There is a myth, an often repeated myth. That's not a miss. (laughs) Yeah, not a miss. A myth that King Ferdinand of Spain had a lisp and that his countrymen imitated him out of respect which led to this development of this spanish lisp historians and linguistics have refuted this claim arguing that there is no evidence king ferdinand had a lisp besides if that were the case the predominance of distinción distinction instead of cco or whatever in spain would still not make sense the fact that some words do have the s sound and some do not right some do not have the lisp even so that wouldn't make sense right So it says, it's more likely that these things had their roots in medieval Spanish speech patterns, which developed naturally over time to lead to these differences. So he says all these words in here I can't pronounce, so I kind of glossed over that part. Um, Says, history tells us that Seville was one of the most important cities in early modern Spain, and it was the peninsula's most important trading hub with the colonies in the Americas. In fact, a large percentage of early settlers in the New World colonies came from Andalusia. Is that how that's pronounced?
2: Andalusia.
1: Oh, see, she says it so much better. Andalusia. Andalusia. And the Canary Islands, both Cicio areas. Thus, this linguistic form eventually took predominance in the new world.
0: There you go. Hmm.
1: There is more, but... It kind of goes on and on and on, actually. <laughs>
2: I think that this is enough.
1: Yeah, and then towards <laughs> we, we
2: don't want people to people get bored about this funny thing. It's the news crew; they're supposed, <laughs> they're
0: supposed to get bored. They're supposed to get bored. Well, then, then my next topic. You have another topic. We'll 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 put them. Well, I had such a short topic. Okay, it's not fair. That's, I, I'm excited that you have another one. Um, don't get me wrong; I'm I'm happy. Are we uh, good for time?
1: Of course, we're good for time.
0: Okay, all right, go. So, so. Anna coming from Ven- thanks, Venezuela. Anna.
1: Thanks Anna for explaining that. That was yeah. great. And yeah. by the way, the way you pronounced it is it's beautiful. I can't I mean, wow, I can't do. No, that.
2: thanks to you. I learned tonight that it's not Spain. It's <laughs> Spain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next summer I'm thinking I might go to the United
0: States. <laughs> So So, Hannah you know, is, is new to our region mm-hmm. of the world, mm-hmm. and she, she wanted to go experience some local stuff. Sure. So she took her daughter
1: mm-hmm.
0: out to the local provincial park where we have buffalo.
1: They're actually bison, are they not?
0: Yes, Darren. they're bison. <laughs> Did I just ruin your story? I'm done. That's the end of the story. People are extinct, Ryan. Bison. (laughs) And so. Have you ever had a bison burger? Anna, have you ever had a bison
1: burger?
2: Not sure. Maybe, no.
1: It just, honestly, it just tastes like dry beef. (laughs) It tastes like. We got these old burgers that are freezer burned here. Let's put bison meat on them and well, people will
0: eat them. It's like, wow, there's, that's what it tastes like when there's no steroids. So, <laughs> so she decides to go out to, it's a provincial park near, near us here called Elk <laughs> Island.
1: Mm, I've been there many times.
0: Yeah. And it's called Elk Island, but it's full of bison.
1: Yes, yeah. well, there's so there too, but okay.
0: so she goes out there, and you wanted to you wanted to go for a, a walk with your daughter, right?: Yeah, right. And then you want, you were looking for bison.
2: I wasn't looking for anything you're just looking for everything. I just want I, 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 I wish to see some. Yep. Yeah, I want to see some. Yeah.
0: And so you saw some.
2: Yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. close. And really close. Right,
0: And I saw the pictures that she took they were not zoomed in. She, she was dangerously was, close. Well, okay, what did people tell you there?
2: Uh, well, we were walking on the, on the path, to just for a hike, and all, all the people were coming back. Don't go there, there's are down there. You mean really? I wanna go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she takes her daughter, nine-year-old daughter. 10. 10 year old Yeah, She's not nine. Don't be ridiculous, Ryan. It was okay. Perfectly safe. Okay. <laughs> and it looks like they're 10 feet away from a bison in their camera in, in the picture.
2: Yes. Yeah, so close. that's
0: dangerous. That's and dangerous. she's happy about this.
2: I didn't There's, know. There was a I-
0: clip on YouTube last
1: year. Did you see that where a bison like gets aggravated cause people are too close to them and they're there with their daughter. Have you seen that clip? And the bison just rams this kid and she's airborne, man. Like she flies. Okay, that's yeah. not
0: funny. Would
2: no, you- I, I I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I was excited. So, so
1: here's
0: here's the thing: is that's not my main part of the story. That's <laughs> it's the just intro.
1: Stay like almost a football field away from them.
0: Yeah. So people <laughs> are going, "Holy crap, guys! You got to stay away from those." Isaac and she's intrigued. She's <laughs> getting pictures. Animals. right? Yeah. They're they're strong.
2: And some videos
0: too. So <laughs> consider that, and then I took her on a hike in the river valley mm-hmm. a couple of days ago.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she sounds embarrassed already. And we're walking along and it's a beautiful afternoon. And you know how Anna is and, cringing right now as he starts telling the story. So, <laughs> it was to disgusting. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, so there's this, you know, you know how caterpillars uh like use kind of like not spiderweb, but silk. They come yes. out of the leaves. They're dropping out yes. of the leaves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and hanging there. And I noticed this little guy hanging there in front, in front, in the sunlight, just dangling there. And how did that make you feel, Anna?
2: First, it was not just one little guy. <laughs> <laughs> we were walking, and I was thinking, "Oh, this is so quiet."
0: Screw, screw.
2: Usually. <laughs> there is so busy and we were walking through the path and I was like, a, what is that? It was like a, I don't know, hanging from the trees uh-huh. in different sizes. Uh-huh. Those <laughs> green, disgusting thing. How many like of them like were a- there you think? <sighs> how what is, how, how
1: many, many do you think were there?
2: <sighs> Too many. You, you 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 have you can't just go and walk. You have to be careful, don't don't get there. and they they were everywhere.
1: So let me get it this straight. So let me get this straight. you you'll walk right up to a bison. <laughs> but you see some caterpillars and you're petrified
0: and run away.
2: It was it was many. Many
0: she, of she them she did uh what I thought was a traditional Venezuelan caterpillar dance. Yeah, oh, okay. Looked like she was panicking, but it was, I think it was a, just a traditional dance. But- <laughs> Could, but, have. Could <laughs> have been. She, she, yeah. Are there caterpillars in South America? I don't even know. Oh, sure, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. they gotta be. Yeah.
2: But they are on the floor, they are on the tree. <laughs> they are not hanging everywhere. Hanging from, from the trees, and Ryan has one on him too. <laughs> she,
0: I, I, was it the, the way they wiggle that you really struggle with? Or is it that they're hanging? just in all over the path, and we were walking through I was
2: scared. They get on me.
0: <laughs> so I was thinking... She's not worried
1: about a bison getting on her. She's worried no. about a caterpillar getting on her. Yeah. The
2: bison looks so cute, <laughs> even when they
1: are not so, so cute. 3,000-pound animal.
2: Those things are so disgusting.
1: Huh.
2: They just... And green.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, she's like disgusted by them. Wow. So, so I don't remember. Was, Were you reading something, or was this just a recounting of something? I don't remember.
0: This happened two days ago. Yeah. Okay. And it was a very short walk.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. we have a great river valley here in Edmonton, sure. mm-hmm. and and they've got I don't know how many miles of of trails paths. We apologize um, for
1: the vehicle sounds.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but did you notice? that when we went before, it was always busy, no caterpillar, so the last time- like, Clear nobody the there. caterpillars,
1: so, get out. No,
2: really, Poaceline, last time it cross. was so quiet there. So hmm. maybe people don't like the caterpillar either. So it's not a problem that I have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're saying that that's everyone's reaction to it. Is that what you're saying? That everyone exactly. else sees n okay. k and it's like, "Get out of here, we don't want to be anywhere near these things. Did you know actually Edmonton has the largest amount of green space within an urban setting in all of North America?
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've been so the river valley is the longest
1: it. like continuous green space in an urban setting of any mm-hmm.
0: major city in north yeah. america it's it's quite something mm-hmm. it's quite something, and they have what's nice is they have asphalt pathway and then you can also take the dirt trail. pathway and sometimes they're gravel and then there's a dirt trail. So there's a lot of places where there's three paths, three trails that you can take dirt gravel or, or asphalt
1: depending on how dirty you want to get, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It is. So, but I, I just thought that was a important story to make known because
1: mm-hmm. I find the contrast
0: between her reaction to the bison
1: <laughs> compared to the caterpillar. That's interesting
0: how you found the caterpillar more frightening. And it was on me. And there was a panic attack.
2: (laughs) Uh, It was not even on me. But I mean,
0: you've seen caterpillars before, I'm sure.
1: You've seen them many times. So you know they're not dangerous.
2: I don't know. Maybe they are not dangerous, but they are disgusting. I don't want nothing on me. Well, maybe
0: if you eat like five to 600 uh, grams of them, it could be deadly, mm. right? Right, like caffeine
1: or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Have they ever tried seeing how many caterpillars a person can eat before dying? You know what we should do? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, here we go again. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think that that uh, wraps up our our session. I don't have anything else important or important to say.
1: Thank you, Anna, for contributing so much educational content to this one. I learned a lot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks guy for inviting me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was very entertaining. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, wrap this up and, uh, I hope that everyone that's listening is no longer listening because they're asleep. Right.
0: I'm halfway there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Awesome, and we'll talk to you again soon. Adiós. Ciao.
2: Chaito. Chaito. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Ciao.
1: Okay, I'm not going to stop the recording. I've got to hear this. Okay, what's the difference between ciao and chaito? Oh, it's kind of like little, little, right? Like yeah, exactly. Oh, Ryanito, (laughs) little Ryan. I call I call him Rai Rai. No,
2: Ryan. Uh, no, if if, if it's Ryan, Ryan
1: Sito. <laughs> would yeah. would Anacito work or does that not work? Anacita. Anita. Anita. Oh, of course, yeah. Anita.
2: <laughs>
1: Darren doesn't really. But
2: mo- mostly is finishing Ito or Ita. Yeah. If it's feminine.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Or
2: cito or cita. <laughs> right,
1: okay. Yeah. Let's let's do our farewell again. Okay. Thanks everybody for
0: listening. Ciao. A feeder zane.
2: Bye.